You're listening to On the Air with Penn State Do Boys. You're listening to the Chancellor's Chat. Hello, my name is Jung Ryu. I'm the Chancellor and Chief Academic Officer at Penn State Do Boys. And I'm so happy to share these wonderful stories with you from our beautiful Penn State Do Boys community. Welcome to the Chancellor's Chat. I have Kate Reardon with me today. Kate is our Campus Career Development Counselor, and I'm so happy to have Kate here. Thank you so much. It's great to be here with you, JR. Thanks for having me. Please tell us about yourself. Where did you spend your childhood? Where did you go to school? Okay, so I grew up in Rhode Island. I grew up in a city, Providence, Rhode Island. I spent most of my childhood there. It's the smallest state in the United States, um, but a great, great state to grow up in with all the oceans. Uh, then um, I went to Boston College for my undergraduate degree and studied psychology at Boston College. Yeah, I've been to Boston College. It's a really lovely school. It's yeah. it's a very pretty campus um, yeah. and just nice to walk around. A lot mm -hmm. of old buildings and it's actually not. It's it's in a town really close to Boston, but not right in it. So, um, but it's nice to take the train to get into Boston too. There. This is the the question I one of my favorite questions I ask to especially people when I'm trying to introduce them. But what is the most memorable thing about you, Kate? Okay, uh, I think that um, hopefully the most memorable thing is that uh, people would remember me for being kind and approachable. I always try to do that every day with er everybody, and I hope to convey that in my position here to students so that they feel comfortable approaching me about any anything on their mind, talking about their careers, and that they know I wouldn't be judgmental, um, so very open-minded, and I think that really will help my interactions with students, too. I know you're telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's been my experience so Thank far. You. Thanks. I know you earned your PhD at Penn State and also master's degree at Penn State. Yes, is that true? It is, exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah. So yeah. can you share your journey in academia with sure, us? Sure, so exactly. So I got the two degrees there, and so I was I was in University Park for a while, and then, then I had been away, so when actually getting the job here, it was a really nice homecoming uh, to come back with my family. It felt like a homecoming to come back to Penn State. But um, I did, so after I left Boston College with a degree in psychology, um, I worked for a couple of years as a research assistant on a child and family research project and became very interested in children and families. And then that led me to come to Penn State for my master's degree in HDFS. Uh, so I got the degree in HDFS from Penn State, or the master's. And uh, toward the end of my program there, I started becoming interested in schools and students and working with data. I was working with some of the faculty in the education department. So I did the doctoral work over in education policy studies at Penn State. Uh, working mostly with uh, larger scale quantitative data, um, some qualitative data as well, but that was more the training with the large scale educational data sets. Um, and then after after uh, the doctoral work, I my first job out of graduate school um, after that was 
at a place called CPRI, which is the Consortium for Policy Research and Education um, in Philadelphia. And that was a really nice position because there was both quantitative data analysis and qualitative. We were um, going into schools, interviewing teachers, and also um, analyzing survey data. So it was really, it was very interesting. So why Penn State? Because I know that you went to Boston College, mm-hmm. right? There's a quite a bit of distance. Oh yes, and my my family is in Massachusetts, so it is a li- it is a little bit far. But it was we really had made the decision my fam my husband and, and I and we have our twelve year old son that it was um, as, as a place that's where we met my husband and I met here and um, we met in State College and we had been thinking for a while to to come back to come back to this area. It's a nice place to raise a family, and uh, we've really loved it. Uh, we've loved oh yeah, okay, yeah. so it's been wonderful. But when you decided to do your master's and PhD at Penn State, uh, why, why did you decide to come to Penn State? Oh, for okay. that, yes, that was that was because of the HGFS program that initially oh. got me there with the master's program, and there there were um, there was the ability to work on some data sets as well as um, more practical work as well in that field of HGFS that really drew me there. So uh, that was, it was probably more of the department and faculty related that drew me to that department. Oh, and that's in okay. Penn State. So it's really by chance. Yeah. Of course, it was uh, intentional too, because it you were looking for the right faculty members and right program. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and a nice place to live. And it was really a good, it was a good mm-hmm. choice because I ended up staying in, I, I was in state college for at least about seven years. So I really loved oh. it. <laughs> so we, we are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So what motivated you to pursue your career in academia then? Because not everybody pursues their careers in academia. Uh, yeah, so I, um, Exactly. So after the experience with research organizations, um, I had done some adjunct teaching um, at different colleges and really, really enjoyed that experience with interacting with students. And so that then led me to a uh, teaching position at Marist College in Poughkeepsie, where I was for many years in the teacher education department. And I was um, part of a department where students were getting their certification to become teachers. Um, so really enjoyed that and enjoyed the teaching, the advising, um, all of that. But what, one interesting thing is one of my favorite parts of that job of teaching was the conversations I would have with students about their career development. So um, <laughs> in, the, in the end, it was all kind of full circle. I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. So you always wanted to be a teacher. You always wanted to help in mm. academia. That's what motivated you. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Tell us about your current job at our campus as career development counselor. Okay, so my, my, in my current job um, as the career development counselor, I see students at all different uh, levels, all different years and semesters. And uh, so I may work with a student who's just a new, coming in new and doesn't really know what to major in. And so I'll help the student to talk through what their interests are, give them the my plan assessment, help analyze the results. And just to talk with them about what really do they, you know, what, what are they, what is their passion? What do they really want to do? Um, or it could be someone who's wanting to change, uh, change their major and they're having some doubts or change of career or turning adult student who might come in and having a change of career. Uh, but then at the end, too, even talking with students who you know, more or less know what they want to do, but just are wanting to see what the choices are for their job in that field and help them to connect with job shadowing or 
doing informational interviews or internships and so that they can really figure out what they want to do before they graduate. Great. How has your experience been so far with students, interacting with the students, trying to help them? How yeah. has it been? It, it's, it's been great. I, I, I love being part of this community. Um, the, the campus community is, is just such a warm place. I know the students feel that too. And the students have been wonderful. They are so open as well and open to suggestions. And they've been, whenever I'm, I go in to do presentations and classes too, um, that is really fulfilling as well. I enjoy that part with working with students too. But one-on-one um, is, is, is just a really rewarding experience too. So I've, I've really enjoyed this. Got yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's invaluable. I'm talking about the time you spend with the students because you're going to have that positive impact on them and you're making a difference yeah yes it, it is it really it does it's one of the the best parts when you really when talking with someone who may not know what they want to do and then seeing them progress to the point where they really do have more of a sense of what to do and giving them you know some resources pointing them in the right direction it really is uh, uh, such a rewarding feeling when they when yeah. they actually find their find their way or if they have a good experience in an internship it's really good yeah, especially because nobody knows what he or she wants to do in their life from the very beginning. Yeah. Because, I mean, we all went through that process of sort of navigating through you know, our career path. Yeah, it, it really, it, it, it is. And I, I think I can speak from my experience, too. I've had different positions. And so I, can, I, I express that to students, that they never really have to feel locked into any kind of position or field. There's always room for growth and change. Um, but it is. It's one of the hardest tasks I think we have as people is figuring out what we really are good at and what we should be doing. And it doesn't always come easily to everybody to know that. So it's nice if I can help them in some way figure that out. Yeah, and it's never ending. Never ending. It <laughs> always, there's always revelations. <laughs> right. Public speaking is crucial in our career advancement. And we've been trying to form a community public speaking club at our campus. And in this case, we are really trying to leverage this uh, international organization called Toastmasters International. Can you share your thoughts on the importance of you know, improving our communication skills as professionals? Yes, I, I'm so thankful that we have this group, Toastmasters, at uh, the Penn State Du Bois campus. It's wonderful to have a place where uh, people, faculty, staff, students can come and practice public speaking and get feedback from such a great group of people. Uh, and uh, it's really one of the most important skills to have in many capacities. But I know from the employer perspective, many employers say that it's one of the top things that they look for in uh, new employees or applicants that there are strong communication skills. So it really would be, it's a great place for students to, to come and join as well. Oh, and yeah, I know yeah. we have some students there too. 100%. Yeah. And the sooner you start, the better, yeah. right? right? And I mean, I always think about, you know, the possibilities because, I mean, I started my Toastmasters journey long time ago. But I'm thinking if I started as a college student yeah. by now, I don't, I, I don't know what I, yeah. uh, what I would have turned into. <laughs> yeah, it's real, and it, it, it really is. And it's been, I found it so helpful to practice a presentation and just things that you don't even realize that things that you might say or whatever. It's really good and so helpful having that feedback. I love being part of that group. Excellent. Mm -hmm. 
engaging our students and earning their trust is critical in what we do at our campus for student success. What do you believe has been the key to connecting with students? To connecting with students, I think that that if I'm if I am conveying to them that I'm I'm really open to any situation they have, non-judgmental and they really have their best interests at heart. And in, and if they feel if they can see that, then that really helps that connection where they feel like they can really be honest and open up about what their thoughts are career-wise. Um, so they can come to me with any doubts, any fears, any happiness, joy, any of that. Um, we'll we'll then work with that or. or come with a resume in any shape <laughs> I, I don't if it has a few words on it right. I, I, it's great to see that and then we work with whatever is there to get it into the kind of tip-top shape so uh, so that's I think the best way to connect with students just knowing that I want the best for them but right, right. and that's that's the, you know, what the culture is here across the board on this uh, campus for students mm -hmm. but I do know you also go out there and reach out to them instead of just waiting in your office, right? Yes. You do that. Yes, right? Yeah. right. We go, we have different events, different career programming, uh, but I, I also try to go to a, some of the events too that aren't even necessarily career, just to, um, just to be there and experience it and meet the students, especially when I was new last year too. But uh, we do have a lot of career programming and then presentations. I love it when the faculty ask me to come present in their classes because that just gives a different context to meet the students and get them to know who I am too. Mm -hmm. So that is, that's a good experience as well. What are some of the opportunities available to the students in terms of you know, career services we're providing at our campus? Provide. So they, in addition to the one-on-one -on -one counseling that they can always come and doing the My Plan assessment, uh, we have workshops such as uh, resume development. We have this semester a Networking 101, which is a smaller group where some employers are coming in to meet with students and give them guidance about how to break the ice and to communicate with employers. Um, we also have a um, dining event, which is a way that we can prepare students if they were to have a, an interview or a workplace uh, meal, that we give them some tips for that type of thing. Uh, we've got the Career Closet Open House, shows them the Career Closet that we have, and also the Career Fair, which is at the oh, end yeah. of March. That's coming up. Uh, that's a really... I That that event is so helpful for students to come to just to even see what a career fair is like or make connections even if they are in their first year i encourage them to come just mm -hmm. to um, meet and get practice speaking to employers so that's on march 27th and we've actually made it a little different this year we're, do we're doing the career fair just over common hour so it should be a little bit more accessible to students to attend because it's from 12 to 1 30 in the PAW Center. So that's a great experience. We have currently about 50 employers um, signed up to attend. So it should be really a great experience that day. Wow, there's so much going on. There's a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> you must be very busy. <laughs> so it's all, it's all it's so enjoyable, though, and yeah. it's fun to have different kinds of ways to connect with students. Right. Yeah. I know you are still working on this, but there is also a plan for us to start a co-op program yes eventually yeah, exactly well to start a co-op program so that there have been you know, parents families and employers ha have asked over have, have asked about that if that is happening at the campus so it's a kind of a nice win-win situation for students to get more practical experience that may lead them to a job and for employers also to have uh, the experience with the student 
um, for several months. And ours have a cool name, which is going to be Pause, yes, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. How exciting. <laughs> yes. that'll, be, that'll be exciting to, to launch that next fall. Right, right, right. What advice do you have for current or prospective students as they begin or continue their higher education journeys? I think one of the, the biggest pieces of advice um, career about career, their career development, is to explore as much as they can while they're here during college, where they're, while they're in their college years. It's really a chance to explore. And I always tell them to do the research project about themselves. They're doing, they're trying to kind of collect as much data as they can about themselves and their interests. So uh, to not just kind of take a passive approach and figure it out when you graduate, make it easy for yourself and go out there, do informational interviews with all kinds of employers in your field, do job shadowing, internships, whatever you can do, even a summer job, try to tie it into somehow into your career, your field, so that way you have a better sense when you graduate, at least where you want to start off and you have a good spot. You're not questioning at that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really believe that your college experience is really once in a lifetime opportunity to do those explorations, right? Yes, and yeah. especially trying to figure out what you want in your life, yes, right? And yeah. if you lose this opportunity, it's going to be very difficult to come by the same opportunity again. It is. It really <laughs> is. It's a, it's a perfect chance, the, this nice chapter of, uh, of the college experience to, to explore, doubt, re-explore, research all of that so that you really can be have more clarity that by the time you're ready to end this chapter. Yeah, mm-hmm. while you have your you know, parties yeah. during the weekends, yeah. try to spare some time to right. do these explorations. Exactly. That way you'll, you'll you'll feel you'll thank yourself when you get to that graduation point that you at least know a little bit more about where you're headed. Yes. Exactly. Anything else you'd like to share with us? No, you know, th- it's been such a wonderful experience being part of this this great community here at, at Penn State Du Bois for the past year and a half, and um, just so happy to be here. And um, yeah, I look forward to all the events coming up, like the career fair. Thank you. Thanks. It's been really nice having the chance to chat with you. Great. Okay. Thank you again so much for joining me today. I truly enjoyed our conversation. I did too. Thank you so much, Jr. Thank you. Thank you for spending your time with us today. Remember, being mindful, compassionate, and kind will go a long way.